Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Mark Denham on Atom Radio. Hello, it's the Atom Radio Drive Time Podcast, episode 57. Thank you so much indeed for being there today, ready to listen to the best bits from this week's Drive Time. Um, I have to say, there were only two shows this week. It's been a a long, busy week uh, this week, so only two shows, and a week off next week before uh, getting back into it. So, uh, only a short podcast today, but on the way, uh, things we discussed in Drive Time this week include NAF school lunches, and some of these really are. Uh, What on earth is the point to brown sugar? Well, I found out. And I'll share that with you as well. Your wedding day is the best day of your life. Supposed to be the happiest day of your life. People spend thousands on it. What could go wrong with your wedding attire? That and Instagram influencers. Hate them. Uh, But why you shouldn't believe everything they say. Coming up. Hello, Mark with you on a Monday until 7 o'clock on the big drive home. Promise you school lunches. And we're going to talk about pack lunches. Now, obviously, when you go to school, you can have the dirge that they serve up and call lunch. Uh, I'm judging that when I went to school, by the way. And I must admit, I am one of the world's fussiest eaters. You get there and you'd be like, I don't like that. And I don't like that. And oh, what am I going to have? And that was a bit of a problem. But anyway, packed lunches, though. These are some of the worst packed lunches that uh, teachers have seen. One primary school pupil brought in a pork pie and a can of shandy, uh, made the lunch himself because that's all there was in, uh, was in the fridge. Another was sent in with a can of Red Bull and a bag of Monster Munch, while a teacher in Leeds said a child arrived with a pack of ginger briskets, explaining mum had been too tired to go to the shops. Same teacher questioned the mother of a pupil with a can of Red Bull and was told he had a late night on his Xbox and seemed like he needed a pick-me-up. In Birmingham, a pupil was sent to school with a Happy Meal box with a cold burger and cold chips in it with his grandmother explaining. It was bought the day before, but he hadn't wanted it, so it was a shame for it to go to waste. In Manchester, an eight-year-old boy had grabbed a can of dark fruit cider, thinking it was a soft drink. Ooh. A child with no packed lunch or cash for meal said she had cereal with water on it before breakfast, uh, before school for breakfast because mum needed the milk for her coffee. Whilst another teacher... Uh, well, no, some of these are quite bad, aren't they? Uh, the NHS's Change for Life Healthy Eating campaign, listen carefully, children, uh, advises parents making packed lunches to include a healthy sandwich or wrap, a piece of fruit, a treat like a jelly or malt loaf, 
and a bottle of water or sugar-free drink. They're advised to replace crisp chocolate and biscuits with homemade plain popcorn, plain rice cake or fruity tea. Well, that sounds exciting, doesn't it? It sounds exciting. What would you have in your school lunch? If it was me, I would have a sandwich. Uh, what would I have? I'd probably have a chicken and beetroot sandwich. I would have a bag of crisps because I like crisps. I'd have a bag of Monster, I think, in mine. Um, and then, obviously, we're going to have to exclude the fact that I am now diabetic because I wasn't when I went to school. I would have probably a couple of slices of McVitie's ginger cake. Yeah, that'd be mine. That'd be my school lunch. So what would yours be? On air at atomradio.co.uk. What would you have for school lunch if you could make your own? Drive time with Mark Denham. Rolling Stones, brown sugar. Have you ever, like, found a need for brown sugar? I mean, in all my years of life, and bear in mind I'm diabetic now and have been for the last, what, uh, eight years... But have you ever found a need for brown sugar? Even before I became diabetic, I have never, ever, ever found a need for brown sugar. White sugar always, like, did the job perfectly. For I mean, somebody explained to me, where's Jamie Oliver when you need him? Somebody explained to me, though, what the need is for brown sugar. I just don't get it. I genuinely don't. I mean, like, when you're, when you're a diabetic and you get sweetener, which is a replacement for sugar... You don't get white sweetener or brown sweetener. You just get sweet. So for what need was brown sugar ever invented? I don't know. Mark Denham with Drive Time. It's a quarter to six. It's Monday on the big drive home. I played you Rolling Stones and brown sugar. And I was asking, what is the purpose to brown sugar? I've had a little look myself on Google. And basically, brown sugar is used very similarly to granulated white sugar. The only actual genuine use I can find where it doesn't seem to say you can also use white sugar is to make rum. So, yeah, there you go. Brown sugar was invented, apparently, to make rum. Mark Denham, Denham. 24 to 4, it is Friday, and these wedding stories, I promise you, I tell you. Firstly, a man has been absolutely slated on social media for his wedding attire. When you look at the photo, his wife is dressed in a, like, uh, uh, lacy uh, type dress, and he's wearing a matching shirt. It's not lacy, but the colour is matching, and a smart tie. And it looks really good. Until you see the wide-angle photo shoot, and you see that he's turned up in his trainer's a pair of long white socks and a pair of casual shorts to his own wedding. People have asked like whether he had to mow the lawn before he had to go to his wedding. But that's not the worst one. By a long stretch, that is not the worst one. The worst one is a lady who picked out her ideal wedding dress. Lovely, lovely white dress, okay? She's picked it out. Night before the wedding, she's gone out, she's had a few drinks, and then she's woken up feeling a little rough and had a a big hearty breakfast and then decided, I look bloated. So she's blagged herself a couple of uh, health food drinks to try and reduce the bloating. It's all disagreed inside her. And she's got her wedding dress on, ready for the ceremony, looking lovely, and she's misjudged a fart. And you can imagine the whole bottom half of the wedding dress is ruined. Atom Radio. Drive time with Mark Dillon. Joe Cocker, somewhere in the city. We haven't got that. Certainly not if you are listening in the UK. It's 21 to 
five, Chesney Hawks, by the way, and the one and only before that. So if you follow loads of influencers, as they're called on Instagram, I mean, why do we need influencers? Why do we need influence? Why can't we just make up our own mind? Like, you know, and the other thing is, these influencers are, and I don't mean this in a rude way, but they're nobodies, are they? It's not like, you know, it's an Olympic champion telling you how to to eat or, you know, like a World Cup winning cricketer telling you how to play a forward defensive shot. No, these influencers are just nobodies. And yet, like, people follow them religiously and believe everything they say. Well, if you follow Casey Sosnowski on Instagram, do not believe anything, she says. She posted uh, pictures of her in uh, leggings and a sports top with a water bottle saying that uh, she had gone out for a hike uh, and claiming that uh, this hike had, uh, you know, like been really, really good and healed her mind and uh, everything. Well, Casey has a sister called Carla. Carla managed to capture pictures of Casey's hike in commas um, and she posted them on her Twitter, Carla did. It shows that the uh, the hike that Casey went on wasn't even a hike at all. Uh, Carla, Carly even, has posted them saying, my sister said she was going on a hike. Dot, 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 dot. This is our backyard. And she's put the picture that her sister put up saying it was a hike, together with the picture she's got of somebody taking Casey's picture in the back garden all posing as a hike so yeah there you go like you know if you believe everything that these instagram influencers who are generally unknowns i guess is a nice way of putting it if you believe everything they post now you know why not to all right so instagram influencers okay as i've said on the show They're often, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, they're often totally unknowns, aren't they? You know, they're just people who happen to build up a bit of a following and then brands latch onto them and that. And they're often, in the nicest possible way, unknown nobodies, right? Now, I I don't need somebody to influence me to tell me what to do, etc., 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 So I don't really get this whole thing of Instagram influencers at all. But it doesn't help. I mean, like this, this, this person who's been caught out and uh, outed by their sister, probably an act of jealousy. I don't know. But they've been caught out and outed by their sister. They've just changed the caption. They've not actually apologized for the fact that they are lying. People are following them believing what they put on social media to be true. And a lot of people do do that, don't they? They believe what they see on social media is always the truth. I've heard people say to me, oh, I'll never be as pretty as so-and-so on Instagram. Well, have you you actually ever met so-and-so on Instagram? Maybe so-and-so is just very good with lighting and angles and editing. You don't know, do you? So if you are somebody that does follow, like, influencers in quotes on Instagram just remember they may in fact be lying to you those are the best bits of Atom Radio's drive time and that's episode 57 complete I have got a week off next week I will still be picking uh, the 80s for 80s a day on Monday night 
But uh, drive time will be non-stop next week. I am having a, uh, a week off and a bit of a summer holiday. So I'm thinking now, as I'm recording this, what am I going to do next week on the podcast? You'll have to subscribe to find out. So go on. iTunes, Google or Spotify. Subscribe. Denim, Denim. 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 Denim.